Welcome to the Viking Spotlight. This is a podcast about people, events, and projects in the North Canton City School District. I'm your host, Jeff Wendorf. Today we're talking with Mr. John Kirkpatrick and Jeff Adams, both of Hammond Construction. Welcome to join us today, man. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Glad to be here. Thank you. Awesome. This will be fun. Yeah, we'll get to know about Hammond, about our project, and and some other things going on. John, we'll start with you. Um, you're one of the partners of Hammond Construction, but uh, more importantly, a Hoover grad. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. 1998. Yeah, that's crazy. That so that's just after this building opened, they uh, or during the time of construction, right? Yeah. So uh, halfway through my junior year is when we actually moved into this building. So yeah, I was here a year and a half and graduated from it building that we had been right. you know involved in building which is yeah. awesome hammond construction built it basically yeah, yeah right good. exactly good so how's it feel to work on you know one of the two new schools in your hometown you live in the district and uh, uh give us a short history of hammond construction and hey, sure. how it started sure so first it's awesome to be here to be you know to be able to be involved in the construction process to do to basically do what i've done for years and do it for my community in my school district, that's just an amazing thing. Uh, truly is. Um, so then, to talk a little bit about Hammond, Hammond was founded in 1973, so we'll be 50 years old next April, April 6th. Um, and I'm second generation ownership. Uh, my partner and I, Bill Sherman, we've been uh, fortunate to be at the helm for about 10 years now. And Hammond started out as a as an interiors contractor. Metal studs, drywall, acoustic ceilings, flooring, all of the stuff on the inside of a building. Uh, and then we just over time, we actually got into building health clubs in the 80s, right? It was <laughs> yeah. that time running around with yeah. a mullet and a health club. There you go. Um, and at that time, we transitioned into uh, general contracting. Uh, and then the school started in the uh, early 90s, I tell you. And it's been schools ever since. Yeah. So, so, so primarily general interior construction and yep. then, then general contracting. And yep. then since the early mid nineties or the establishment of the Ohio school facilities commission, primarily schools, primarily schools. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Lots of schools. Right. I know of a few others in the area you guys have been involved in and stuff. Well, how many folks work at Hammond right now? Uh, we have probably, I'd tell you, about 125 people okay. at Hammond. 125. Your offices yep. are located in Canton. Yep. Um, right. Yep. Yep. Good. Main office in Canton. And then we have a, another office in Akron. Yep. So okay. right around here. Awesome. Good stuff. We'll come back to you in a minute. Jeff, um, Jeff Adams, you're the vice president of Hammond Construction. Can you share a little bit about uh, your background working with Hammond and Jeff in general? Yeah. Sure. Um, I started with Hammond Construction in 2004. So um, I was born and raised in Stark County as well. Uh, graduated from Bowling Green State University. And when I got to, when my girlfriend at the time, my now wife, said, uh, we're going to move back to Stark County, started looking for jobs, uh, worked for a small general contractor in North Canton, actually, and then uh, signed on with John's dad in 2004 and the rest is history. So, and you know, same kind of thing. I don't know that I really expected to to, uh, mount my career on building schools, but I have been building schools since the day that I started there. So it's been uh, an exceptional experience. 
Right. So you're involved in our project. You're our, our I don't know your exact title, but you're our, our, the guy in charge of both buildings. You kind of oversee the uh, coordinators for both buildings. Is that what you primarily do for the company? Yeah. So I run, I run teams. I'm a vice president, but uh, on a project, I'm considered the project executive um, and just kind of support network for our project managers, project engineers, and superintendents. And um, my experience over the last 20 years just allows me to, to see the big picture and, and provide them guidance and really experiences of what I've had. So, so I would assume you've come up through the, the, all the roles of a a contractor from being the site contractor, site coordinator and and looking over. Yeah. Yes. I've filled all the positions and then some, you know, from sweeping the floor to uh, being a superintendent to project engineer, project manager. Yeah. Just fortunate to uh, have filled all those roles too. All those roles too. So. So in general, so I know you guys have built new buildings. You've renovated a lot. The Ohio schools, and I didn't put any questions on our, our little uh, plan here, but the, the Ohio School Facilities Commission, who is now the OFCC, the Ohio Facilities Construction Commission, mm-hmm. basically helped pay for um, upgrading school districts or school buildings in Ohio. Um, I think it was, a written, I could be wrong on some of this, but I think it was originally set up by the tobacco settlement money, mm-hmm. some crazy number of, of things. And in the mid nineties, they started building buildings with that settlement money mm-hmm. based on a school districts, uh, wealth basically. So they gave the districts that had, uh, not a lot of area wealth or community wealth and, uh, helped pay for most of those buildings. And now we're at a point down the list of 600 districts in Ohio where we're midway to two thirds through where uh, we're a 37% OFCC support and, uh, of course, a 63% uh, di- local. Um, did I say that right? 3763, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so it's a, it's a great thing. Built a lot of buildings, Canton City, and gosh, lots and lots of buildings in our area. Some have built without OFCC funding, just local. But everything from renovations to new builds, is there a percentage that you've done from Hammond that – Oh, I would tell you most is new build. I would tell you, um, but yeah, lots. I mean, we've done, uh, you know, complete new build. We've done just renovation, total renovation of a building to lots of additions and renovation. I mean, all kinds. I mean, we joke that, you know, with, you know, saying this as humbly as possible, but if you can imagine it, we've probably done it with schools. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of, so school districts, but you've also done a lot of uh, university. Oh yeah. I know you do quite a bit of work at Mount Union. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. University of Mount Union, um, Akron University, Kent State. Yeah. yeah. I mean, lots of different stuff there. Yep. What, what's the most unique building you've done? The most unique for me is, um, uh, 2012, we did a project for the Akron Zoo, and it was the Grizzly Ridge project, and it was a, it was an awesome, awesome job. You know, it was totally different. I mean, it's yeah. bare exhibit, just a totally different type of thing. That's not your typical school. Setting, that is, is not. It? That is not. That is not. That is not at all. That was something that we tried and. We'll just leave it at that. It's kind of a one and done. We're not going to stick with what you we're know. We're not going to go in the zoo yeah, business, right? That's right. Yeah, yep, that's right. Good, that's exactly good. right. Yeah, well, we all know what our strengths and weaknesses are, right? Yeah. But not yeah. that it was a weakness, but just something you weren't. Yeah. It's a weakness. And those are learned, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was a learned yeah, experience. Exactly. For sure. Not, yeah. a, not exactly. a lot of quantity of those kind of jobs around, anyway. That's exactly yeah. right. Good. 
Well, it, so we mentioned earlier in the show that this building was built in 95. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, tell us what that work consisted of. You were a student then, but yep. there was a building here previously, right? Yeah. So the, the way I can remember it is that at that time, um, the high school was what now is the middle school. Um, and this was more of like a career tech building. Uh, and mm-hmm. we came over and basically built a large addition and some renovation inside that was the student dining and the gym. I'm going to kind of draw a line right. between those two areas then to the west. And it was the academic spaces, certainly the area. Or no, yeah, the area where now was renovated um, uh, and the media center and, and all of that yeah. portion. So Hoover Hall was new. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think there. So. yeah, I it think was so. new. Yep. And then all the two story classrooms, mm-hmm. gymnasium and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great facility. Great facility. Good. Well, how many projects you have going currently? Well, right now, um, um, just in getting prepared for this this morning, I, I did a count and we're at a dozen right now. Uh, and that's school projects from wrapping up and, and turned over all the way through getting ready to start here, maybe the next six months or so. Yeah. Right. Good. What are some schools that you've done in the last two or three years that uh, folks might recognize in our area? Um, Highland Local in Medina County, uh, Lake, certainly Mm -hmm. a couple years ago, we finished those up. Um, Akron, we're currently working at Akron on the Kenmore School. Uh, What else? Anything? What can you think of? Kenmore Garfield and Akron Allen, both of those. Um, Hudson City Schools, we just wrapped up a series of buildings for them. Streetsboro, Streetsboro oh, Fire yeah. Station, yeah. yeah, and schools before. Oh, that's right. Yeah, mm. I mean yeah. all so, over northeast Ohio. <laughs> yeah. right? I mean it's like yeah. Brunswick, yeah. it's yeah. Strongsville, yeah. it's North so Royal primarily Tanks. northeast Ohio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wycliffe. Yeah, right. Yeah, you predominantly northeast Ohio. Much. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. no, Okay. Well, what? What's? I mean, here's the the interview question. What's your philosophy of school buildings? What? What's your? What's your approach when when you talk about building schools? So, so I would tell you, and I'll go first if I can. Sure. I would tell you. Yeah, yeah he, he works for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would tell you a really neat component with schools is just the community component. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you work for a private client, um, you're working for one person. With a school, there's a whole different level of communication and accountability. Uh, and you have to be prepared for that. And I think it's, you know, that whole idea of being transparent and open about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think that we're a great fit there. And then we have people that also excel at that. Right. So, yeah. you know, I think that's, you know, something cool about it. I would tell you, if I had to put in words what our philosophy um, is, I would tell you it's always doing the right thing. I think that um, school districts, it, it's a small community and everyone knows each other. And so you, no matter the cost, you have to do the right thing. And sometimes that costs us money and that's okay. Um, you're only as good as the last thing you do. Right. So, um, I don't know. I feel like that's company philosophy too. Mm-hmm. Just do the yeah. right thing. Yeah. So Yeah. Cool. Good. Good. And, and I suppose you, no construction project ever goes exactly the way it was designed or exactly <laughs> the way the timetable is. And what are some of the most challenging things you face when, when building a building uh, or big buildings? Ours are 200,000 square foot plus buildings. What are, what are some of the common things you run into? Um, the common things you run into, there's, you know, there's always uh, money wrapped up in the ground and, and people don't ever see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like anything. You have to have the right foundation to build the right, you know, have the right building um, in the end. 
as far as the challenges go, I, you know, this uh, pandemic has been a unique aspect of construction and timelines and people and processes and, um, you know, keeping people safe and healthy and, and still executing. So I think that's the pandemic has been unique. Right. Yeah. yeah. For everyone. It's been a, uh, a supply issue. It's been a people issue and, and let alone the normal stuff in the ground that you don't know you're digging yeah. up and trying to build a building on. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, it's worked out for us. I know we, we, gosh, we had the longest campaign in the world because it was supposed to be March, early March, I think on our, on our levy uh, bond issue. And then the pandemic extended it to May. So we had a, a pretty long past. And then, uh, so about a year to plan two to build uh, approximately, and we're on track. There's some scuttle out there that we're not on track, but we are our steels on site. You see steel going up. And that, that's been one thing that I appreciate uh, as a school district for you guys is, is being one honest about the timelines and about some of the challenges and some of the decisions you have to make to, to stay on schedule and to do the right thing. Um, but, um, your honesty about, um, you know, here's the, here's the potential hiccups, but here's how we're going to address them, how we're going to work through them. And right now we're, we're, I mean, steel's up, they're pouring second floor roof decking and some other things and it's, they're coming along. So the plan in general right now is to be, um, under roof and buttoned up by snowfall by early December. That's right. That's always the goal. You know, our, we call it, we, we call it enclosure. So you get you get the building you know dry so that you can work through those um, inclement weather months and that's really our target right now. You know, obviously we have some challenges, but we have challenges on every job, and sure. we are on schedule. And uh, like you said, things are good. You drive by now and it looks great. So yeah, working towards enclosure this winter. Yeah. So is that true? About a year to plan, and I know that's the architect's stuff but uh and dealing with uh, input and so on and then approximately two years to build yeah, yeah. that's pretty common you know i think anymore it's a, l- a little ch- more challenging um just with um the cost of goods and things like that and having to work through those things in the design sometimes it makes the design a little bit longer but yeah about a year and then you know 100 to 150,000 square foot building takes 14 to 18 months 14 to 16 months somewhere in there okay. you get into a 250,000 square foot building you know maybe they're two years um, and then we're working on a uh, Cuyahoga Falls has a big job. It's 360,000 square feet and it's almost 40 months. So wow. just, it kind of depends All on one building. What, yeah. Bigger building. Yeah. Wow. Just kind of depends on what time of the year you start in right. and how big the building is, but you know, anything between 14 and 40 months, you know, okay. it just kind of depends. Yep. Good. And, and, and we did a little bit of work, um, before, you know, I guess it, we called it um, site work, mm-hmm. right? Preparing the ground and, and all those kind of things that, so that when it does thaw, we did that actually a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that in the spring, you can get right on it without having to deal with thaw and mud and so on. So that worked out. Our, our timeline seems to have worked out well. Yeah, that saves you, you know, three, four months if you can get that whole shot work done right. and then you're just building the building, you know, and that's procuring the materials for the building is typically the, the most challenging part, so. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, in my career, um, been involved in a few building projects and one of the early ones was at, at Lake with the community center. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was not a OFCC, uh, project, but uh, Hammond construction did it mm-hmm. and a different model then. And I'm not sure what it was called, but, um, I know the owner, the school district, 
uh, had the contract, held the contract mm-hmm. on all the subs and all mm-hmm. that. And uh, I'm not sure the name of that, but this is a little different. This is a um, where the district hires Hammond Construction, and and you hire you get all the subs and all the work done, and uh, so you hold the contracts. Is is that what's the name of that? Is it- so the Lake model was construction management as an agent. Okay. And then this is construction management at risk. Okay. So yeah, exactly. The the predominant difference there is uh, is who holds the subcontracts. Yep. As an agent, the district would hold them, and it would be publicly bid. Uh, as uh, at risk, the construction manager holds them with uh, pre qualified subcontractors. Right. So you, it, it's a lot easier. What we found is is our school treasurer was chasing around. Um, masons and plumbers oh, yeah. and oh, so yeah. on but oh, yeah. you're the expert in it so tell me what a construction manager does so construction manager the real difference in in, in just my uh, opinion is we have the ability to be involved during the pre-construction during that design so we're able to work alongside the design team uh, providing schedules logistics plan making sure you know we talk about safety and so much of safety is, I think everybody jumps to immediately the workers, but it's it's being involved in the logistics, making sure the kids are safe. You know, uh, the Claremont's a great example of where mm-hmm. we're, we're building right next to that school, making sure we have a plan in place to make sure everybody's safe. Right. So it's, it's, it's being involved while the design is going on um, uh, and providing estimates, making sure we're staying on track from a cost standpoint, pre-qualifying subcontractors, as I mentioned a minute ago. Um, just, just really, it's a, it's a function of putting a plan together so that when you do go out and get a guaranteed maximum price and bid the work, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. You execute that plan. Good. Awesome. Thanks. So we're in our project uh, for our two buildings. We've got 200,000 square foot buildings, a PK2 at the Charlotte site, and at the Claremont site is a 3-5 grades. Um, where are we at in that process, and you know, what can we expect for the rest of the timeline? Sure. Um, we touched on it a little bit. We're just focused on erecting the building, right? You know, you put the concrete in the ground and you erect the structure via masonry or steel in this case. And then we will work on the building envelopes such as, um, you know, putting the roofing in and wrapping the building with structural studs and, you know, working on the brick veneer and the windows. And that's really, again, towards that enclosure you know, word that I was using so that we can heat the inside of the building. And then it's a little uh, less obvious from the outside, but then we're inside, right? We're framing walls and, and that'll transition. I would tell you like in the January timeframe is when you won't see us, but we'll, we'll be in that building. There's a lot going and, on in the beehive. Yeah, yeah. And it's all the things that no one sees, you know, it's the heating system, it's the electrical distribution, it's the technology, um, and we're preparing for all those finishes that will happen, you know, late spring, early summer. You know, you're, you're shipping in um, drywall and cabinetry and ceilings and lights and a lot of the fixtures. And then we're starting with flooring and, and truly just finishes of the space. And that's the last component. It, it, it goes a little slower in the middle. And then at the end, it goes really fast. And you see everything, all the colors and all the interior designing components, you know, we're, we're contractors and we don't know exactly how it looks, but when you get it all done, their, their touch is uh, obvious. So it yeah. gives you a yeah. sense of where we're at. We're in, we're in great shape. Things are going well. Good deal. Well, tell me a little bit, and we, we haven't talked a lot about the design team, but we've used Sol Harris Day architecture um, to work with our, our 
community and our staff to design this building and so on. You've worked with Soul Harris Day previously on several projects. How many have you worked with them? And then tell me about the, you know, the other, I guess, architects that you work with and in, in doing your school buildings and what the, uh, what that process looks like and, and how that, that goes and maybe the pros and cons of different groups. Sure. So, uh, we've done a lot of work with Soul Harris Day. Um, and I would tell you, you know, our experience with them has been great. I mean, they're they're another one that that, you know, the, the key to success on a job. Going back to just real quickly, that idea of the challenges is just everybody having the same goal, and that's absolutely how they operate. Let's get these jobs done. Let's do them right, um, and let's just make sure that that we you know do a great job. Um, so we've done a lot. Lake was Soul Harris Day. Um, uh, uh, Indian Creek yeah. project we did with Soul Harris Day. So a lot of experience mm-hmm. there with them. And it, and it isn't probably a lot of different designers that are involved in this market. There's a couple other ones. Um, so we probably work with maybe four or five different design teams. Okay. Um, and, and you know, I'm sure they would say the same thing about us. We all have our different, you know, sure. idiosyncrasies sure. and whatnot. But I would tell you, I really would tell you that uh, Soul Harris Day, they truly are. They're a great partner. Um uh, they really do work for the best interest of the district, the best interest of the project. And then when you can work together, again, being transparent, being honest, um, that's when you can get a job done that, that you know, that's right. done right. It's and huge. The, and they're Stark County folks, too. So, yeah. So they all get us, We talked a lot about a lot about that in our selection process mm-hmm. of a construction manager mm-hmm. and some at the architect level, but uh, mostly in our, our campaign and our bond issue and talking about keeping things local and Hammond being a local company. Mm-hmm. Tell you, tell me how you do that. How's your, how do you um, pre you mentioned pre-qualify, how do you pre-qualify your subcontractors? You want to take that one? Yeah, I'll take a piece on it and you can piggyback. <laughs> okay. Deal. Um, you know, we build schools all over Northeastern Ohio. And we've found when you get a good partner, right, they're wanting to work with you and we're wanting to work with them. So as we've gone around, we've picked up these folks, you know, from the Youngstown, from the Cuyahoga, from the Summit County, some of those things. Um, but obviously, we're our office here is, is in Star County. So uh, the very core of our people and the people that work for us are are based in Star County. You know, the, the Hillshire Clarks of the world and the standard plumbing and heating and some right. of those folks. Yeah. So Abbott Electric and yeah, Beaver, Beaver Construction. Yeah. And I see a lot of lot of locals. Yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah. So um yeah. Bel- Bel- Belden Brick and some other things. Yeah, I shouldn't have named people yeah. I no, I know. I, that, I mean, like, well I'm allowed. We're the owner, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got to keep them all happy. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, and nobody has more of a vested interest, and that's the truth. I mean, nobody cares more about the projects than the guys that are actually when it's local. Yeah. You know, from a contractor standpoint, when they're local and their kids go there, that makes a ton of difference. I mean, honestly, all the difference in the world. And there's, yeah. you know, you're proud. You're yeah. proud to be part of it. Right. Yeah. Well, we've got a, a pretty cool um, little thing coming up here, I think, that, that Ryan has helped us with. One of the uh, coordinators is a beam signing. So oh, yeah. we're going to have kids and teachers sign a beam at each of our elementary schools to to install in the building. And uh, so, yeah, every student will have an opportunity to, at least elementary student, have an opportunity to write their name on it. And someday somebody may see that, you know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sure. I don't know. You know. So we'll see when we tear down some of the older buildings, what we find behind the walls and so on if there's something unique there but uh, gosh a few years ago we found a purse behind a locker at the middle school <laughs> and made national news but yeah so but anyway so well um 
you know, we talked about a few things here, and uh, you guys have been doing it. What what changes have you seen in the construction world, and and maybe some that you predict are on the horizon? Well, I would say um, just big change uh, is just, and I think this is everywhere. But but you know, communication technology. I mean, that's a major change. I mean, that's changed everything. I mean, we, Jeff and I were talking earlier today, and. Um, and I can remember, you know, using fax machine, you know, and I feel like, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm 43. I mean, it's, you know, but I mean, it's just, it's come so far to doing, you know, meetings virtually. I mean, you know, having Zoom meetings, right. I mean, that was, you never even would have thought of that four or five years ago. Yeah. I mean, and it's commonplace now. So, I mean, just huge differences in that regard. Well, I, and along those lines, I was out at one of the job sites the other day, and I think it was an intern, actually, for him, and was walking around. He had an iPad, and oh, he was yeah. pulling up the drawings. Used to be you went over the table and flipped these giant pages oh, yeah. over, right, to yep. see things. And, yep, uh, carry them yeah. around the job site. Right. Yep. right, yeah. Yeah, from when I started my career, we would use actual ammonia embossed blueprints so you'd turn the page and your eyes would water from the ammonia that, <laughs> and and now you transmit information it's all electronic right. you know really just the way we've communicated uh in construction changes and then uh, it changes the construction too you know the whole technology infrastructure and um you know how instructional technology has changed how you're educating mm-hmm. kids and how we have to get that infrastructure in place you know it's pretty Pretty yeah, that's yeah, the biggest. It's, it's pretty neat to be able to see and to, for a, I guess an owner in some ways as a superintendent, knowing you know call it call the district the owner, being able to see the details of uh, when we went through the budgeting exercise to try to you know make the budget work and and so on is to look at okay how many outlets do we have and and the cost of each one and uh, yeah it's just amazing the the detail of a building that size of how many feet of conduit you have and all those things it's all laid out on your phone if you want to call it up and look mm-hmm. at it it's mm-hmm. pretty cool mm-hmm. pretty cool well what do you do you see any changes in in construction uh in the future coming at us that might be new that maybe we're not doing here but you might see coming yeah i don't know you know if something that's cool that i've seen that i don't know that it will ever relate but is um 3d printing you know, mm-hmm. where they're, where, you know, I've, I've seen where they're 3D printing homes in place. Right. I mean, just concrete 3D yeah. printing. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, just amazing things. Huh. And I'm sure there will be all kinds of things that'll come. I mean, just, just the changes, you know, I mean, I can remember when it was a, the, the way we built buildings was it was a double loaded corridor. It was a corridor and you had a classroom on both sides. And that was. It sounds like Orchard Hill. And yeah, Claremont, right. Right. <laughs> and, it, and it, I mean, it just, it's changed. Right. And it's changed, in my opinion, all for the better. Right. And technology and just all of that, just as you're saying, Jeff. Yeah. And it um, comes from a vision of how you want to teach kids. And then that influences the design. And then the design influences the construction. And the construction is influenced by different products that right. come on the market. Like, yeah. And that was one of the key features of our buildings is when we asked the design team to help us is, is we want to make sure that every space has at least two or more uh, uses not just a, a classroom and not mm-hmm. just a hallway, but uh, we want we want to be able to use a hallway as an extended learning area and, and have the classrooms be flexible. I think most of our rooms, our classrooms, have a flexible wall where they can team teach with the class next door or have a, a double doors to the to the extended learning area and the, what we call the, the, the hallway, the extended learning area. So lots of opportunities, and I, I think our buildings are going to be pretty neat to be able to see that and uh, and use that. So... Cool. Good. 
Well, we've had a good conversation. What do you want to say now that uh, you thought I was going to ask that we didn't? What do you want to share? Anything on your mind? Uh, no, not me. Uh-uh. Just uh, very happy to be part of it. Glad I'm a Stark County resident. And like John said, you spend your whole career getting really good at something. And when you can come home mm. and you can build for the people that you care about, you can just feel like you can do that much yeah. better of a job. So Great. it's good. Awesome. Excited good. to be here. Well, we've got a phase two coming up here in the sometime in the future. So we'll, we'll talk about that. But, uh, you know, our two new buildings are exciting. Uh, we're excited to get the keys August 4th. And uh, <laughs> just a reminder about the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on track. Yes, that we do have steel. The steel is here. It's and, good. And, and, it uh, really is good. Yep. Yeah. So we're very, very excited. And uh, I know our kids are excited at starting a new building. And it'll be a, a you know, it's 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 a, a milestone in North Canton School's history. That's for sure. So it'll be very cool. And that's, that's awesome. a fun part that you guys get to do. Yeah, sure. You do that in a lot of districts. But... Uh, well, we appreciate the partnership that we've had with you guys and, uh, you know, the continuing partnership to do do things and build great facilities to educate kids at high levels and, and get great results for kids. So appreciate you. Thanks. Yeah, awesome. thank you. Thank All you. Right. We thank our listeners today for joining us. And uh, this podcast is a great way for us to share information about the district with residents and families. If you have any questions or suggestions, uh, always feel free to let us know by email at vikingspotlight at northcantonschools.org. Uh, we always welcome your thoughts regarding these podcast ideas and uh, suggestions. So next week, we'll be talking with a Hoover High School student, Aiden Kirkbride. Uh, Aiden's working on an Eagle Scout project that will benefit the local MAPS Air Museum. We look forward to his plan, hearing about his plans and uh, getting to meet Aiden a little bit and then to get to know him better. So as always, we thank you for listening and uh, take any advice you would like to give us. Just let us know at that email address and uh, um, having a great start to the school year. So we'll talk to you next time and go Vikings. Vikings.